Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today, especially looking after the place while I've been in London over the weekend. Back now, glad to be back, and let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. Now, today's first story comes from a throwaway account, titled, Am I the asshole for deciding not to let my husband into the delivery room? And of course, it comes with an update. I, 29 female, and my husband, 30 male, have been together for eight years. I am now eight months pregnant, almost nine with a girl. In my husband's family, there's a tradition of naming a baby before it is born. The name is embroidered into a blanket that has been passed down from generation to generation and the baby is wrapped in the blanket when it is born. I'm trying to come up with a name we both like but some of the name he suggests do not resonate with me. My husband has been getting annoyed with me lately and telling me to just pick a name for the baby. As his grandmother's name was Beatrice, he wants to name her that but I just don't like it. I wanted to have a list of names so that when I see her, I can name her what I think is appropriate. Although it can sound odd, I wanted to see her before naming her, but have decided not to so that he can please his family. In honor of my late sister, I want to name her Jessica. That was her name before she passed away from a heart attack. It means a lot to me, but I hadn't told him that particular name because I didn't want to hear any insults about it. Every time I suggest a name, he'll attack it, calling it ugly in a variety of ways. Today, his mother was pressuring me to suggest a name, and I just blurted out the name Jessica. After a pause and a laugh, she said it was a name for a large girl, and it was a very unsuitable name. She went on to ask me if I wanted the baby to be ugly, and if I wanted to ruin its life before it was even born. Initially, I was overwhelmed with anger and asked her to stop talking, more harshly than I should have, as she didn't have the right to imply others are ugly when she herself is no Beyonce. Annoyed, she told me to leave her house, not wanting to cause a further argument, I left, and when I returned home, my husband explained to me that he was extremely disappointed in my actions and that he couldn't look at me. As he is close with his sister, he struggled with his frustrations with her, which she then to her mother the next day she was at my doorstep and told me that she decided on a name and then said my decor was tacky she said she was naming the baby connie after her mother it was a name neither i nor my husband picked and wouldn't cause an argument between us i told her no and asked her to leave and eventually she did but not after some insults were issued to me I asked my hubby about it and he said I have no right to speak about any of this as I also have not been open to the names that he suggests. He then said that I was incredibly selfish and said I should go. I packed my things and went to my older sister's house. She was fuming at my husband how they insulted our younger sister's name. 
He's been trying to contact me for a few days now, apologizing, but I don't want to speak to him. I've also decided that I'm not telling his family when I go into labor, and if I must, I'm not allowing them anywhere near me while I'm birthing the child. Am I the asshole? Now, as I said, we do have a small update to this story, which we'll cover in a moment. Now, we had a story like this a couple of weeks back where the family thought they were entitled to name the baby what they wanted over their choice of mother and father. And I find it absolutely crazy how someone can have that sense of entitlement, like I can name someone else's child. Just imagine that. That's crazy to me. And it always makes me think, you know, if they think that they can name your child whatever they want, what else do they think that they can decide about the child for you? And then there was the husband who kicked his pregnant wife out of the house. There's no way you're going to be the asshole in this situation to me at all. But Caligo says, not the asshole. The family sounds terrible. I don't understand how you've lasted eight years interacting with them. And then quotes, I can't look at you. And goes on to say, I'd be feeling like, good, you no longer have to. It sounds like there is not going to be any common ground on the naming thing. Not that it's my place at all, but one possible olive branch might be naming her Jessica Beatrix, which is just cooler than Beatrice, in my opinion. Apologies to the folk whose parents didn't opt for the name ending in X. Then, if a fan wants to call her by her middle name, they can, and you can honor your sis in a beautiful way. And OP did respond to that one saying, yeah, they may, they think that's a beautiful name and they may actually name the child that. Peach Mango says in quotes, I asked my hubby about it and he said, I have no right to speak about any of this. And then goes on to say, about the baby that is very well growing in your womb. Not the arsehole. Your husband and his family are incredibly toxic and entitled. The fact that you didn't share your idea of Jessica with him because you knew he would insult it says a lot. And no, Jessica is not an ugly or a large name. Is there such a thing? I hope you have a smooth and stress-free delivery and will happily welcome baby Jessica, or whatever you want, to the world. Rainbow62993 says, Not the arsehole, I hope you divorce him so you can ultimately divorce his entire family. How insane of the mother to believe she can choose the name of your child. How insane of her to insult you. Your husband kicked you, his pregnant wife, out of the house, especially over a name choice. If you choose to stay in this marriage, my heart aches for you and the life you'll live going forward with this man and his family. Waste phase says not the asshole, but seriously, how long of a tradition can it be of naming a baby before it's born? Sonograms that determine the baby's sex haven't really been around for multiple generations, so this tradition of naming the baby before it's born seems a bit made up. Also, sometimes they are in fact wrong, so embroidering a name into a blanket before the baby is even born? Usually, I'm all for the father being allowed in the delivery room, but he kicked his very pregnant partner out of their house over a disagreement about the baby's name. So yes, don't tell them when you go into labor and don't let any of that stress into your delivery room. Jessica is a lovely name. I've known Jessicas of all sizes. That comment was really mean and insulting of a name you obviously want for your baby. And OP says, well, they choose a male and a female name, embroider both, and pick out the incorrect gender, if that makes sense. It's not really my tradition, so I don't really have a right to say anything rude about it. And one more from Drunk Throwaway Life, who says, I'm just trying to wrap my head around how Jessica is a name for a larger girl. Do nurses weigh the baby and come back in the room? Sorry, this baby isn't large enough. She doesn't meet the requirements to be a Jessica. 
you need to choose another name. <laughs> now let's move on to that update to find out what happened. So update says, first off, hello and thank you for all the support. I've been getting quite a few DMs checking up on me and my daughter, asking for an update and just genuine kindness. I gave birth to my child six days ago and she could not be more healthy. She was born 2.8 kilos and I named her Jessica Beatrix. She's quite a vocal baby. I haven't had much time to sleep as most don't with newborns, so I'm going to make this quick, though I will be answering any questions you guys have. My husband and I are unfortunately, yet fortunately, going to get a divorce, and he was not in the delivery room during my birth. I made sure to inform the staff about my situation, and they handled it amazingly. He didn't show up luckily, as he was not aware I was in labor, but I have told him now, and he's met her. He's still very annoyed at me, and his in-laws are livid, but I'm going to ignore it as much as possible and focus on Jess. Just to add, I got the name Beatrix from another Redditor, Caligo, the comment that we read. Thanks so much for the name. I just find it amazing like with stories like this as well, you know, that, that couple had been together for eight years beforehand, but during this pregnancy, the behavior changed in the behavior of their family because surely OP wouldn't have stuck with this person for that long unless if they were seeing like the, the behavior that they showed in this post previously why would you hang around to see that sound like they very quickly acted on divorce over this so so why would they hang around to see that previous behavior if you understand what i mean i might be totally going off on the one there <laughs> but i kind of saw that update come in how about you guys let me know what you thought about the update in the comments below and let's move on to another story and our next story comes from patient ok1549 who says am i the asshole for refusing to pay for college for a child i have no legal obligation to anymore throw away account for the sake of length i'll try to stick to the facts and keep it brief i 50 male legally have three children with, with my ex 51 adam 23 chris 21 male and sophie 18 female Biologically, the first two children are mine, and the youngest is the result of my wife's infidelity. I discovered this the day when Sophie was two years old, and we had to rush Sophie to the emergency room. I filed for divorce two months later. I got 50-50 custody of my own children, but since Sophie was legally mine, I had to pay child support for her and was very bitter and resentful about it. I tried to fight it at first, but in the end decided to suck it up to save myself the stress. But I made it very clear to my ex that outside of child support, I would take no other responsibility for the girl and would shut down any attempts at being her father. But I would make the effort to still be polite to Sophie. After some time, I learned to trust again and remarried a wonderful woman who made it very clear that she and her daughter were a package deal. I accepted this and did everything I could to try and be there for my stepdaughter, Katie, 17 female. Aside from the typical ups and downs, I would say I managed to make a great family life for myself. Would have family nights, I attend most after school events, took my family on fun vacations and put my sons through school and paid for their apartments and cars. They were their own for gas money. Chris is expected to graduate this coming summer and I made a silly post on social media about how relieved I was going to be that I only had one more kid to put through school left. A couple of days later, I got a message from my ex asking me to pay for Sophie's college expenses on my own since the pandemic has made money tight. 
I asked her what she meant and, and referred to my post, and I reminded her that my legal obligation to Sophie ended the day she turned 18, and that I was talking about Katie. My ex was furious and demanded to know why I was willing to pay for Katie and not Sophie, since neither of them are related to me. I countered by saying that I knew upfront Katie wasn't my biological child and agreed to care for her instead of being conned into doing it like I was for Sophie. After that, I got a call from Sophie, asking what she did to make me hate her so much and to leave her feeling so excluded. I told her softly that I don't hate her and nothing about the situation was her fault. But the simple truth is that it wasn't personal. I'm just not her father. Since then, my sons have told me that Sophie was becoming really depressed. My ex is blaming me, but I don't see what I have to do with it. Am I the asshole? Edit. Just to be clear, because I keep seeing the same questions. 1. The kids know why I divorced their mother. 2. My ex claims that Sophie was the result of a one-night stand and doesn't know who her father is, which is one of the reasons why I was kept on the hook for child support. 3. After I learned the truth, I was very angry and didn't think I could handle raising a child I was tricked into caring for, so I decided to keep my distance. 4. Just because Sophie wasn't mine and I treated her as such doesn't mean that I was horrible to the girl. I also made sure that my children knew what happened between their mother and me was not Sophie's fault and they should never be mean to her. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. And we're going to start straight away with Neat Green who says not the arsehole. Your ex is 100% the arsehole here. She lied and tried to trick you into taking care of Sophie. You graciously paid child support for 18 years for a child who was not yours. You stated from the beginning that your intent was to financially help up until Sophie was 18 years only. Sophie is depressed because of something your ex said to her. She has known the situation for 16 years. It hasn't changed. Only thing that has changed is your ex dumping on her that you won't pay for college, which you were never supposed to. I feel for Sophie because your ex is a shit person. I completely understand how your ex's infidelity would affect your relationship with Sophie. Gen Juice 23 says not the asshole. Why didn't the mum save the money? Scholarships or just student loans? Mother is definitely pitting the daughter against the father even though he has no legitimate ties to her. It was honorable, he paid for 16 years. For the people who said, how can he raise a kid for two years and then turn his back on her? Well, you must have never known heartbreak, betrayal, and dishonesty because that'd change you real quick. Yes, it's a child, but he didn't say it was easy. You don't know what this man has dealt with. Katie might be the replacement daughter he needed to heal. 
Clearly, there needs to be therapy for Sophie and needs to deal with the trauma her mother has put her through. She is suffering for her choices, not the father. The minister says, you're an arsehole. You raised her as your child for two years. Were you able to just erase two years of love from an innocent child? You walked out on her and casted her to the side all her life. She got to see you picking up your other children, doing things for them, but leaving her out. She didn't screw around on you. You should be ashamed of yourself. With so-called parents like yourself, no wonder teen suicide rate is so high. I hope her mother gets her counseling because you suck as a person. I'm shocked your sons haven't disowned you by the way you treat their sister. Most likely they will when you stop paying their way in life. Modern Swamp Witch says you're the asshole, but not for the college thing. You've been shitty to Sophie for 16 years. You're the only father she's ever known and chose to be shitty to her because you were mad at your ex, who is also the asshole. So I guess everyone's the asshole. Smile says begrudgingly not the asshole. Out of all this, my heart bleeds for Sophie. So she has no father and she has to watch OP take care of another chick's child. OP has known her entire life and she probably wonders why she isn't good enough for his love. Get that baby some therapy. But OP, if I were you, I'd give Sophie some grace. Destructopop replies that saying, yes, this. The fact that he so willingly accepted a child with a different father for his new wife, but wouldn't accept her. I understand his reasoning, but if I were Sophie, I can see why I might struggle to accept that. She's bearing all of the consequences for her mother's actions, including growing up without a father while her brothers get to have a father and getting only the baseline of support. And now she won't get to go to college while she watches her brothers. And to add insult to injury, some other girl who, like her, doesn't share blood with OP, go to college. It just all sucks for her. Yeah, OP is not in the wrong, not the arsehole, but OP is so far from in the right too. I just wonder if he's ever tried to put himself in Sophie's shoes. And one more from Dr. Booty who says, amazing people are treating you like the asshole when the real asshole is the woman who committed paternity fraud against you and used a biased court system to wring 16 years of child support out of you. And she's not done. She's still trying to squeeze you. Man, our system is screwed up, not the asshole man. So now with that information, let's move on to the update to find out what happened next. So update says, Thank you to everyone for their kind words of support. A lot of you have suggested therapy and for the longest time I never felt like I needed it. But after everything new that's happened, I've decided that talking to a professional won't hurt. I thought I buried my anger and hurt towards my ex years ago, but now new information has been revealed that's just making me angry all over again. Not too long after my initial fight with my ex, she and Sophie got into a fight that ended up so bad that Sophie was kicked out of the home. Sophie called her brothers and they in turn called me and she is currently staying with my wife, Katie and I. Apparently, in spite of my efforts to maintain a boundary, my ex kept telling Sophie that if she was well behaved and did good in school, that I would think of her as a daughter again. It was my ex's way of getting Sophie to be obedient. When I made my post, Sophie thought I was finally giving her the validation that my ex had always promised and when I didn't, it was just chaos. Sophie called my ex horrible names and demanded to know who was her bio dad. My ex refused and told her if she was going to be disrespectful, she had to live elsewhere. 
Originally, some of you suggested that in spite of Sophie's blood type, she could still be my daughter, and that was really starting to get to me. Now that Sophie was staying with me, I took some of her DNA and sent it off for testing and couldn't believe the results that I sent it again for a second time. To my shock, Sophie and I are indeed related. She's just not my daughter. Like I said, the bad feelings are starting to come back to me again, but this new information is just putting me in a bad place again. I don't even know how or when to break the news to Sophie or how to even confront my ex about any of this. I feel like such a fool. Did a second DNA test and and whoever it is they are, genetically, my cousin. Say what? What the hell happened here? So am I reading that right? That wife had slept with OP's cousin and that's how the relation to, to Sophie is. Now we need a future update to find out which cousin it was in the confrontation there. Holy moly. And I don't mean to downplay the situation, but it does sound like one of those daytime TV programs, you know, you are not the father. One of those ones where they have the big reveal at the end. And whilst I feel, you know, incredibly sorry for OP for what they're going through, but Sophie, holy shit. Being told all this stuff to make her obedient, that, you know, if she does good in school, she would think that OP would think of her as a daughter again. There is no way to recover from that relationship with a mother. And does she want to be around the mother when she's like that anyway? She has seriously screwed up Sophie's head so badly. And like Opie said, how does Opie break the news to what he's just found out about this? What does he do with Sophie now? Does he just welcome it, continue to welcome her into the home and, and treat her as family from then on? I think one thing is for certain that we can take away from this is that, you know, therapy is definitely needed for many people, many people in this story. But what do you guys make of this situation? I don't know what to say. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And just a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. Getting involved in the stories, your love, support and time always means the absolute world to me. Thank you so, so much. I've had many people asking me how London was over the weekend, you know, hit up London dungeons, done a Jack the Ripper talk and just walking around London in the evening was absolutely wonderful. I put a couple of tweets on Twitter. So if you want to get involved over there at Mark Narrations, come say hello. Lovely to see you as always. Usually poppy pictures on there as well. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, and I will see you soon. Take care. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs. Eat some breakfast, milk and eggs. Brush my teeth up, wash my face. Throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go. See the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.